This is the Two Marketeers podcast, where hosts and marketing experts Sean Patrick and Lindsay Waugh seek to uncover what makes brands so powerful in how they impact modern society and culture. This is the second of a two-part episode titled, Are Creative and Strategy Still Frenemies? We left you hanging at the end of part one with Lindsay about to share her very first experience where creative and strategy stopped being frenemies. Let's do this, marketeers. So once creatives realized the value of what strategy people can provide in helping to guide the ideas because they know at the end of the day they're going to be asked about the results of those ideas. Yes. Then they started to be more open to that collaboration. Fair. And like in that time, I clear I can remember the day actually when this happened when usually creatives are like, here's the ideas and then you help me figure out how to sell which one and which one's going to be the strongest. I remember the day when, like, one of my favorite creative teams said to me, well, like, well, you start to tell us the directions we should go in. Right. I was like, what? Really? So, like, you could totally tell the moment when the value of strategy shifted. Right. And it's when open creatives were interested in that partnership and relationships. They'd be like, you help bring forward to me what's going on in the world. And then I'm going to put the creative layer on what's going on in the world and help make this creative more relevant to the brand. And then based on the way we're collaborating and designing these ideas together we as a team are going to then be responsible for proving the results of these ideas because we crafted them to be insights driven and to achieve our goals, not just to be flashy and fun. Yes. I would say we started experiencing that when we started working together. Yeah, that's true. But we were like a little anomaly. Well, yeah, we (laughs) we just went with it. Why you and I work so seamlessly together is because it didn't have to be dictated to us. It didn't right. have to be like, Sean, you're the creative, and Lindsay, at the time, let's be honest, you were a count. I don't mean to, <laughs> you were also 12, but it was sort of like- A 12-year-old so, account manager. Right? So yeah. all to say, let's let's really draw that line or erase that line that, in my opinion, and I think it's a pretty informed one, strategists are creative. They yeah, have to I think be. they have to be. I think they have to be. So the, 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 I think the perception, that legacy of the rock star creative, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't work. Yeah, I think it's a much more, no, I think it's a much more humble role. (laughs) Like, I think the reason it worked very well with you and me is, this is what they say on Peloton, is like, no ego, amigo. Like, there was no No ego, no ego, amigo. Like, we are, we're in this together. Let's just figure out the best thing to do. Yeah. And so when it worked really well for me as well since then, it's been the same scenario. And these are, like, the creatives that I mentioned earlier are like cans lion award-winning creative like they should have a freaking ego like they are like you know top talent and they're like i don't care i want to do great work like we're let's figure this out and so i think the ego 
and the hierarchy has yeah. been broken down more. And I, so it's almost like these pod style environments where it's like we need to be in lockstep. Accounts needs to be there to focus against the client's goals. Strategy needs to be there to guide the creative to achieve those goals. Creative needs to be there to bring fresh ideas that are going to resonate so we can achieve. Like it's all about results. Yeah. So it's more like points of accountability. The team, whatever it is, a collaborative group where everybody's job is to be as creative and strategic as they can based on their knowledge, their experience, whatever. And Mm -hmm. no one should feel inferior in putting any of that forward. Yeah, that's right. Right? You get put onto teams and you kind of have to navigate any strategist, creative, whoever. Everyone has to navigate a structure. And I think that Mm -hmm. brings it back to the big changes. Creatives are no longer this group of people in an ivory tower that are protected. The client, there are still clients. I think that's part of it. There are still clients who believe they're paying for ideas because that's the legacy of sexy marketing. What do you think about that today? So that's still super prevalent today. So yes. the first, <laughs> that's and I, I, yeah, I work with, so I would say half, you know, half the time I work with agencies and half the time I work with brands, like direct to brand. Mm-hmm. And my first interaction typically with agencies, especially when it's like a quick turn experience, like yeah. when we need to do something in two or three days, is do you want me to sell the idea or do you want me to guide the idea? Like, what do you want me to do? Question A, question B. Love it. But sometimes then it's just like we are running, like running really quickly. So there's actually not time to guide the idea. There's only time to sell the idea. And sometimes I think businesses and brands want ideas that are going to be insights driven and guide and deliver results and things like that. But they don't give agencies enough time to do those types of things. So there's things going on within the organization to agency relationship that are also holding them back from getting the best ideas. So do you feel like, let's go back to this legacy of what marketing used to be and Mm -hmm. what it needs to become and what you're seeing, because it sounds like either they want you to guide the idea or they want you to validate the idea. Yeah. So based on what you're saying, it sounds like the walls that are preventing you from being able to jump to either side of the fence, we hope the one of guiding the idea, is the walls we're talking about within the model of an agency. Yeah, and even like brand agency relationship as well. Fair, yes. Because there's, that's the creative job. That's strategy's role. So what what does need to change? And we're not here to answer it. We're only here to talk about our own experiences. Mm -hmm. What if you were just these sort of dedicated knowledge pods? Yeah. (laughs) Decision pods. People pods. Pods of people. Yeah. You know, when when I read back the sort of Don... Don Draper Mad Men thing is the egos are gone or the the egos never gone. The egos are served by things that aren't about being the rock star, about being the moneymaker, about the winner of pitches. It's about egos based on you did the best work you you were capable of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. doing our best work. But when you have a strategist and you have a creative, why do those roles have to exist as such when the way it's provided back should be a beautiful combination of those things. Yeah. There's a lot. Well, there's a lot I think marketing the has definition to do. of best is what changed. Like when you say delivering the best idea, or when, what, what does that mean? 
like back in the day, it meant most creative. Right. Ten years ago, it meant most data driven. Now it means something di- like the idea of like what's best is what I think is changing so quickly. I think it's just completing the sentence. I think you're right. What is the best idea? Yeah. What does best mean to you? And the best to you means making the mo- the, the idea, the best idea based on all of the information, mm-hmm. expertise, and, and process you can muster. Yeah. Right? It, it's, 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 I was like, what's the best idea? Well, that was somewhat of a rhetorical question because the client will always decide or creative will decide. Mm-hmm. Now it's what is the best idea is a question everyone should ask themselves and challenge themselves where based on the information I have before mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of my favorite questions. So if any strategists are kind of like listening to this or anyone actually in or anyone anywhere, (laughs) just to say uh, as part of discovery, my very favorite question that I always end on is like, what does success mean? Like, what does success mean to you in this scenario? So that's kind of trying to pull out the answer to what does best mean to you? Like if success means creating an insane pro, like projection at art basel that is just wild like maybe then creativity does win in a scenario like that where it's like it's just got to be a wild idea because of the industry we're playing in the people we're trying to attract and the results we're expecting perhaps they're not sales perhaps they're just shock and awareness and yeah. attention so like that's not bad then it just depends on how you answer that question yeah what does success mean to you and if success means to you selling granola bars don't do a projection at art Basel. you know because it's like and you need to yeah. be able to have a practical point of view on what type of creative and what type of process and what type of people do we bring in to answer this question to achieve that result This is where I see a huge opportunity for evolution in what I call the industry by bringing on expertise, not full time. Yeah. You know I'm all over that idea. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I kind of made it Because the other thing, like people, I think also because people are so overwhelmed in their jobs like even marketers on the brand side because they're so overwhelmed a lot of times you just get on autopilot you're like next year's back to school campaign what are we going to do here's our agency let's go let's do it yeah instead of stopping and saying like what do we need to do in today's day and age with culture with the type of people we have available to us or who do we need to find or like how do we actually answer this problem in the right way based on today's context versus flicking the switch on autopilot on another back-to-school brief. Right. And you have to be able to remove the fear. Like, don't you find in the industry and now in the last, like, four years, there's so much fear, I think, in the world. And I think it's – and it especially comes down to the labor force. Like, pandemic – going to lose your job, can't go anywhere. And then you come back to work, economic downturn, budgets are being cut, people are being late. Even even now, like many agencies in the last few months laying off 20% of their workforce, all of these things, right? So in an industry that needs to change with a workforce full of fear, how do you make changes when you're 
afraid of losing your job, when you're afraid of making things different, when you're, you know. Yeah. The change I think we're, we want to talk about is having the freedom to be objective when solving a client's problems. Yeah. When there's all that fear, there's a loss of objectivity. Right. I think we've both made arguably bold moves to kind of mm-hmm. say, if I need to make this happen, I think I need to do it on my own. Yeah. I think I think I need to have the authority, the agency, the, the, the personal agency to be able to really objectively look mm-hmm. at how we solve clients' problems. Yeah. I feel like it's your responsibility to kind of move the business forward and say what you think. What inspires you most or what do you believe is the core role of your job as a consultant? It's to provide an objective, perhaps, point of view on the best way to go about solving the problem. Yeah, but what do you really love? Telling it like it is. Like (laughs) telling it straight to the folks. Thank you. You know, I mean, we wouldn't have named our company Tough Love if we didn't like a little bit of that. And it's just like, I say this in the most respectful way, I will not fall into line. Like I will, I think when you're in big machines, sometimes you just gotta fall into line and sometimes it's not great. My job is to be stepped back, it's to step back and to look at- Sit forward. (laughs) Step back and then you can't hear me. Then you step forward and look at the problem, the players, and what we need to do. So, I mean, perhaps you have an event agency at the table. Maybe event's not the right idea. The event company can't tell you that. Right. You know, but I could in a respectful way. Your question is such an important one because it's, what do you want from me? Yeah. Right? So you'll give the option. Do you want me to guide or do you want me to support? Mm-hmm. That's such a brilliant question. Well, it's the same with agencies when you say, what does success look like? It's like success in this scenario looks like you supporting the ideas. Or success in this scenario means helping us bring better ideas to the table based on strategy because that's what our client wants. Like, so it's answering that question, whether it's a brand or an agency or whomever. It, we are not serving marketing, the art and science of marketing well, if we're not evolving it into a discipline or leveraging a proven discipline. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's just a huge opportunity to look at how the role of those teams, of your marketing agency team, whether it's creative strategic, is to design solutions. Mm-hmm. Is to gather enough information to make informed decisions and put a creative spin on them. Think of creative ways of putting those forward, and that's what it is. Yeah. What I like about that is it makes things like creativity, strategy, and design everybody's job. I think it is everybody's job. <laughs> no ego, amigo. Let's take it back to this sort of idea of design. Yeah. Right? That is where you and I said our design education set us up well for agency. Yeah. And it's that idea that every individual is creative mm-hmm. and every individual comes to some kind of their own creative process. Mm-hmm. For us, design is the foundation. Mm-hmm. for how to be creative. Yeah. And it's that in design, you don't come up with ideas. I don't think people, re- like, yes, you have to present your idea. Yeah. But 
in the true practice is you're always given a problem. Your teachers give you a problem that you have to solve. Mm-hmm. I think the, the struggle for creatives as it relates to marketing is they believe they're selling ideas. Mm-hmm. And the understanding is people think they're buying ideas. And when really you're solving problems. Yeah. And what do you think of this? So I think, you know, when you're in design school and someone gives you a problem or when you're doing a client brief and that's a problem you're trying to address, it makes the box smaller, right? Yes. You put limitations on what you're trying to do, which can help creativity thrive. And I think strategy in the world of big data, the internet, digital, AI, (laughs) all the things that are, like I said earlier, like an overwhelming tsunami strategy, strategy's role is to help make the box smaller for a creative. Love it. So it's to help define exactly what they're trying to do. So if a creative was to go and look on the internet for inspiration (laughs) as to what they, uh, clearly they would come back with amazing ideas, but largely misguided. And like, who knows if that's going to answer the problem, if that's the best way to do it. But strategy's role is to help put a box around what we're trying to do by bringing in certain insights, making the sandbox smaller so that creatives can focus on actually what we're trying to do to get the job done and allow their creativity to thrive within the that kind of confined environment. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely. And I actually hate the two words now because Which I have one? To, strategy and creative. Yeah, because I'm sort of like stretch create scratch creative. <laughs> no. Never mind. Um and I I mean I say that because I argue that both of us are both of those things to the extent that we need to. How it comes out, yes, we have different skills, experience, things we love to do. You love not even solving the problems, finding them. Yeah. Right? I'm a little more on the solving them in creative ways. Right. And then back at you to say, so what information do you have that tests whether it is a great idea? I actually decided I hate the word idea, too, because I'll (laughs) say a great idea is only a great (laughs) idea based on its results, right? Right. What do you think about this? What if you exchange the word in based on what we do, we gather information, you know, it's our design approach, but we, we, we gather as much information as we can. And hey, that's happening faster and faster. Great mm-hmm. and great. No issues with that. AI, all that stuff is a wonderful tool to get us more information, more filtered information from a larger base and just inform us quicker. Yeah. But I, I don't believe technology can ever come up with an idea. I don't think they can come up with the best idea. Good point. The only, the things I've noticed is like the technology is a great thought starter. Yes. And the ideas are like mediocre at best. So evolving what's kind of coming from technology through a human lens is where ideas get better and better and better. I guess what I'm noodling on is so much has evolved with user experience as it relates to marketing. Everything we do is about designing experiences and we hope that the industry can continue to see that more and more. Mm -hmm. When you follow the design process of gathering information, formulating solutions based on all that information, We've elevated what marketing can be. Marketing now needs to be elevated. It can be elevated. And that's what I think we're really excited about. Yeah. Boom.
Good. Good. I'm starving, so it was great. We have to wrap it up. Bye, Marketeers. <laughs> have a great week. Bye, Marketeers. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Two Marketeers podcast. New episodes launch every two weeks. Find the Two Marketeers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you like to listen. And be sure to rate and subscribe. Listen on our website, thetwomarketeers.ca, or you can ask Alexa to play the Two Marketeers podcast. Want to keep in touch? Follow the Two Marketeers on LinkedIn or at Two Marketeers on TikTok. We've always got something to share. This podcast is over.